0: We want the entire report uh, revision set aside um, on the grounds as, as, as we just set out. Um, uh, but most importantly, because uh, she's ordered various uh, state institutions to implement certain remedial action, we we want the court on an urgent basis to suspend the implementation of that remedial action uh, pending the outcome of a, of a of a review court application that will set aside the report
1: mm-hmm. uh, take us through some of the reasons and explain why you are challenging it
0: um, uh, firstly we we complain about about why she's entertained the complaint to begin with uh, and we do so because her own legislation says uh, uh, in terms of section six says She can only entertain a stale complaint. It is stale because its events took place in 2007. She can only entertain such a complaint if there are special circumstances. None have been demonstrated uh, in this particular case. We also complain about the fact that she has absolutely and blatantly ignored the fact that this is not a new topic. It's almost like a broken record. Um, It's been considered by many and they've come to conclusions that say nothing wrong has been done. Um, so you remember that um, uh, KPMG did an investigation and ultimately um, retracted its report. You remember that uh, Judge Grun was a, a chairperson of an advisory board of SARS under Commissioner Tom Moyani. He's retracted his report and actually. Apologise for it. You recall that the Nugent Commission has found that nothing was uh, wrong about that, and most importantly, you remember that this, from this, the subject matter of the charges against the minister in 2016, and uh, by the Hawks and the and the National Director of Public, uh, Public Prosecutions withdrew withdrew the the complaint. So we think all of those contribute reasons why she should have, on a jurisdiction basis, simply dismissed the complaint. But more subs- more subs- substant- substantively, we we say that um, she hasn't given herself even time to process what was presented to her by us and other affected parties, such as Mr. Pile. Um A lot of facts were put before her, And when you read her report, there is little or no interaction with those submissions that have been made to her. It's almost like uh, it was a foregone conclusion, and she paid lip, lip service to to the requirement that before she issues the report, she must then um, give her an opportunity to address it. Then we also say that she she is wrong uh, on the facts because she didn't investigate um, what was put before her. And, and we say she's wrong on the law because, to give you an example, she says the... Only the president can, can uh, in terms of Section 209 of the Constitution, can establish an intelligence service. Now, what SAR did at the time was not establish an intelligence service, but rather bolster its investigative capacity. So, so that's the broad spectrum of, um, of grounds upon which we say she is wrong. There are many more in the, in the extensive affidavits that, uh, that we found.
1: Mm-hmm. So the remedial actions of the public protector is binding. So, do you believe, then, in in the minister's perspective, that this is a political witch hunt? And are you perhaps implying that the public protector was not objective in, in reaching her decision?
0: Well, we look at the manner in which we've been treated in the investigation and and how she's arrived at her conclusion. And, and I'm, I mean, I've I've just now mentioned the fact that she she hasn't really meaningfully if at all engaged with our submissions and the submissions of the other you know affected parties um uh we know who the complainants are we must and we do ask the question then what is it that uh, that drives this uh, particular uh, hasty investigation hasty conclusion at uh, at uh, at arriving at a conclusion um and what you make of it as 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 uh, you know a court of public opinion is something else. What we make of it in the court papers is that it's an unfair process that she has followed, and um, it demonstrates that she hasn't applied herself uh, to what has been put before her. She hasn't investigated some uh, quite a fair bit of the facts that we put before her, and she's gotten those facts wrong. So, mm-hmm. so whether that whether that points to a particular motive of sorts, is is something else.
1: When will this urgent application be heard in court?
0: We've set it down for the 23rd of July, Mm -hmm. and we've done so because one of the remedial actions she's now issued is that the uh, Speaker uh, of the National Assembly must uh, ensure that within 14 days... Um, a, a parliamentary committee is convened which must uh, consider whether to sanction the minister for violating the executive ethics uh, code uh, or not. You know, and, and, and because of that deadline, we have no option but to ask a court to suspend mm-hmm. the implementation of that remedial action amongst the rest of the remedial actions, uh, which include the president, the minister of state security, Uh, the National Public uh, Director of um, uh, Public public Mm -hmm. prosecutions, the Commissioner of the Police, and so forth. So so the 23rd of July is when we we will be in court to to ask for the remedial action to be suspended pending Mm -hmm. the outcome of the review application.